0: Hello, thank you for joining me today for Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. We're gonna have a wonderful conversation about blended families and the transitions that they go through and how we can educate ourselves better as a community to minister to them. This episode is sponsored by the School of Greatness, a leadership and mentoring program here in Shreveport, Louisiana. Are you ready to have a conversation? Let's go. to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and my co-host, Catherine Young. Good to be here again. Yes. <laughs> I hope you've been enjoying so far this season five that we've been in and the wonderful conversations that we've been having. Today, we have uh, some very special guests at the table, uh, Ms. Uh, Dawn Collins.
1: Hello.
0: Yes. And Ms. Heather... Barely. Beerly, Beardley. Heather yes, Beerly. <laughs> yes, Heather Thank B you. works. Heather B works. Okay, so <laughs> this is our table today, and we're going to have a great conversation. Before we start our topic, um, my cup today is Paris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Miss um, Kathy, your cup today Jesus,
2: is Paris. Paris. well. That's a sign. We're supposed to go there. We are supposed to <laughs> go Sister. there. I
0: hear the Lord in Okay. Mm-hmm. And that is one of my uh, before I die destinations. All right, we shall go. Yes, absolutely. I want to be by the Eiffel Tower, and I want to drink uh wine and cheese and and eat croissants. all wonderful
2: food. Yes, yes. Mm. yes. That sounds good. Absolutely. And coffee. We <laughs> we oui, oui. oui, oui. espresso.
0: Uh, you know, and because we are, you know, Creoles from uh, Louisiana. South Louisiana, That's right. absolutely. Louisiana Creoles. So you know, we've gotta, you know, go to France. Yes. Gotta do that. And so our guests today have um, our sister friends and cups. cups. And so be sure to uh, DM us or log into our website, sisterfriendscupsandcombo.com and you can uh, get a cup and you can have uh, a Sisterfriends Friends cup with your girlfriends. All right.
2: All right. Today go.
0: we're going to be talking about uh, blended families, blended mm-hmm. families. Mm. Uh, families around the world have changed. And, you know, one of the things about this cup is mm-hmm. it, it tells me travel. Get out and see the world. Yes. The world is bigger than Louisiana, Mm -hmm. bigger than California, bigger than Texas. Yes. Can you believe it? The world is bigger than Texas. You know, the world is a a big, grand place. And um, as you travel it and get out more, you'll discover that there are uh, different families Mm. uh, just across the world. And so we're going to talk a little bit about blended families. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to ask you, how far has uh, the world come specifically how far has the United States come Mm -hmm. um, since the Lovings. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know who the Lovings are, they were a couple that decided to get married. Mildred uh, decided to marry uh, Richard back in 1958, and they were sentenced to a one-year jail Mm -hmm. um, sentence to prison for marrying each other because Mm -hmm. she was a woman of color Mm -hmm. and he was a white gentleman. Mm -hmm. And uh, they went to jail for it. And because of that uh, marriage, it took uh, the Supreme Court all the way till 1967 for the Supreme Court to um, give them permission and outlaw um, th- that was the law that was on the books to outlaw that law. That law, um, and that's why we call it the Lovings. The mm. Lovings versus Virginia. Mm. Some of you might be familiar with it. You can mm-hmm. Google it if you don't know. <laughs> and so, but how far have we come as a society? Uh, when it comes to uh, interracial uh, relationships, families, and blending families, mm-hmm. um, Don, how did you get t- to be at the table today as a guest?
1: Well, uh, I am a member of New Creation Family Church, and um, you have a blended family. I do. That's what I was going to yes. do. do <laughs> so,
0: how think? is your family blended? <laughs> okay, Tell okay, me. This
1: is how my family works. All right. So, our oldest daughter is twenty-five, and she. Is uh, my husband's stepdaughter. Mm -hmm. I was three months pregnant when my husband and I started dating and he knew that you know he knew I was pregnant and uh, then we ended up getting married about a year or so later. We had two children of our own and that's how our family is blended. Now the special piece to that is our oldest daughter. Her father is a Caucasian gentleman. Oh, okay, so you got yes. like a double blend. Double mm-hmm. blend. So your oldest
0: daughter is biracial. She is. And then you're, uh, you came into marriage with a child. So yes. um, you would represent those of you that are watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would represent um, a single mom with children marrying a gentleman, and then you all had children together.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. that is
0: correct. Right, and that's a really that's very popular. Yes. A lot of single yeah. moms getting married. Um, and then so that family becomes blended because the, either the biological father isn't the actual husband.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and so and that's a that can be a sticky, you know, mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially if the kids are older. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about that type of blended family. Kathy, how, how does this Uh, work for you as far as blended families?
2: Well, I was married before. I had two sons. Okay. And so when I met Big Daddy, (laughs) he brought my two boys in. (laughs) He brought my two boys in. And then we have one together, Jonna. Okay. So it's a blended family, um, you know, with him taking on the part of a stepfather. Yes. And coming in and raising them from little boys to adults. Okay, mm-hmm. and then both of your adult children are married. Yes, they are married. Well, all my, all three are married okay. now. Okay. Okay. And then I have biracial grandkids as okay. well. Okay.
0: So there, that's a, diff, that's another blend. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Miss Heather B. Yes.
3: <laughs> I am at the table. I am. I work with Miss Catherine okay. here at mm-hmm. the Care Parenting Center. I'm her assistant. I was a single mother of three biracial children, mm-hmm. and I married a gentleman when they were about 15 and 16. So okay. I did the hard work kind of, but he stepped in in the hard years. Yeah. Okay. And he had three children. So we have six together. Wow. Okay. And and I would say his children are, I got the term from my daughter today, <laughs> multicultural. Yes. Yeah. Their mm-hmm. mother was um, is Caucasian, um Japanese or Chinese, mm-hmm. and then um, I'm going blank on the end. But anyways, there's a multicultural. Well, so I mean, our family is—
0: Very blended. Very yeah.
3: blended in all different ways. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So let me ask you, ladies,
0: how do you feel the world and families have changed um, since the lovings? Because when you when you think about 1958 and you think about two people falling in love and actually going to prison— Mm-hmm. because they decided to get married and mm-hmm. banned from a state, because mm-hmm. I think they were banned from Virginia.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, how has the world changed um, in a, as it relates to, because we're predominantly going to talk about interracial right. Um, right. families at, today, because mm-hmm. uh, it's a broad topic, very, yeah. very. Um, but we're going to stick to the uh, biracial. Uh, how do you think the world has changed and um, has has it changed to you? Not enough. Me, yeah, not enough. <laughs> and
1: this is my first initial. Okay. Yeah. 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 I would say no. Mm-hmm. It had well, not enough is is a very good defining word for it. Um, what we experienced is when our daughter, no matter what age she was, would go out with my husband. He would never get questioned. He would actually have people come over to him and say, mm. "Oh, your daughter's beautiful." Mm. This, that, and the other. When I went out with her alone, it was. Um, is that your daughter? Mm-hmm. Especially when she was a baby.
2: Mm-hmm. Is
1: that your daughter? Mm-hmm. And when she got older, are you okay? And then when we would go out to schools and wherever else we were at, that there was a smaller group of people that we begin to know. Mm-hmm. It was more of um, the subtle racism that people don't really think is racism. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, your hair is beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you know, your skin is beautiful, mm-hmm. and that. Affected her greatly. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. you got the good hair. <laughs> yes. yes.
0: Right. Yes. So yes. basically, mm-hmm. we could see where um, the world's changed, where you you don't necessarily um, go to a literal prison
1: right. for normal. it anymore.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. But people can put you in a mental in a in a social prison.
1: yeah yes. definitely. You know? Definitely. So if
0: you've just tuned in, this is Sister Friends Cups and Conversation, and we're we're talking about um, blended families. Uh, and biracial families and how uh, the world has changed since The Lovings or wow. how the world hasn't changed um, since The Lovings. And um, what, Heather, give us a little snapshot. Um, how was your experience and um, what do you want the people to know that's important to you about raising it's three girls?
3: It's three girls. I had three girls. I I had them back-to-back. I had my oldest daughter, and a year and three days later, I had twin daughters. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. So I had my hands full. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My hands Mm -hmm. full. And in the beginning, we lived in Ohio, Mm -hmm. and I grew up in a very sheltered, white, little, small town Mm -hmm. and fell in love with their father. He was not the man that I thought he was. Mm -hmm. He was, and um, I was alone with him. I I had my sister-in-law who really mentored me and helped okay. me. But I knew when I was pregnant with my oldest, I had a great responsibility. Yeah. I was raising a biracial child yeah. and that was different than raising a white child. Yeah, So I needed to educate myself on the hair, on their skin, mm-hmm. on their perception. Yeah. You know, and I would, I remember I'd get their hair braided or beaded, and it saved me time in the morning going out of the house and everything, I'd literally be stopped in grocery stores and say, excuse me, you know that makes them look black, right?
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. And
3: I'd be like, and you know they are, right? You know? (laughs) Right, exactly. It kind of shocked me the nerve that people have, that they Mm -hmm. feel that they can Mm -hmm. come up to you and say certain things. Mm -hmm. Or I'd go and pick up the children later at at an after-school program, and they would be like, is that your stepmom?" You know, the the other children, the assumptions Mm -hmm. there, you know what I mean? You never. And when it was my little unit of my girls and myself, I never saw the difference in a sense. Mm -hmm. But then people like to point that out because they're your children. They're my children. I birthed them. I raised them. I, you know, Mm -hmm. and they and to the. To them, I'm their mother. Right. Mm-hmm. But society loves to point right.
0: That out, right? Yeah. 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 So how did that affect you? Well, we'll unpack it first with mm-hmm. how did it affect you personally? Because prior to them coming, you probably had to confront the, the bias and yes. the racism mm-hmm. just being in a in a relationship with Correct. a black man. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then um, how did that affect you? And then and then we'll talk a little bit more about after you you, you had children.
3: Mm-hmm. My, my parents, when I first initially told them, they seemed to handle it well, but now, as I unpack it later mm-hmm. in life, mm-hmm. I see the subtle little, you know mm-hmm. things. I was always kind of the the rebel child. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. So I, I guess I fit that bill, yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was like, well, Heather did this now, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, but honestly, my girls, my mom, I think, was blown away about how much she loved my girls.
0: Mm-hmm. I think, oh, it, well, and why do you think that is? You I know what I mean. It's like mm-hmm. you, the, you, people have these um, ideas or the the paradigm in their in their head. Yes, mm-hmm. and then when the the baby actually arrives, it mm-hmm. then it's it totally shatters whatever paradigm it, it it they have. Totally had.
3: shattered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And my daughter, um, she's getting her PhD, and she um, will have it in April, and she's doing a study on the effects. Mm-hmm of biracial children mm-hmm. and the suicidal effects that it has yeah. on biracial children and how parents don't talk about it with their children. It's mm-hmm. like this little, you know, they don't want to approach that subject. Right, mm-hmm. like it's more and like it a needs, taboo, yeah. Yes, it yeah. needs to be approached. I am white, your dad is black, let's say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you are both. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not denying, but society's gonna see you right. as black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so as a white mother, that didn't hit me until later in life with them until they until they started to define themselves more oh, that yeah. way. And, mm. and that's what I, would, I was just having that conversation with my daughter the other day. And I said, that's what I'd like to mentor women on, to be prepared for that. Yeah. And, and that it does not deny me as their mother. Yes. It's not. but But you have to be. You know that that's them. coming. Right.
0: You have to prepare them for the world. Yeah. Yes. You yes. Know. The, um, world yeah. 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 the world is cruel. Absolutely. Yeah. Um how about you, Don? Because you said your 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 first child, um um, interracial dating that produced her. Mm -hmm. And so how did that affect you individually? Um, well, you're in California. So that was, was it California? It was California,
1: but there still was, (laughs) there still was an issue. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was a young mom. Um, I was about 19 when I had her Mm -hmm. and, um, Yes, I was dating and boyfriend. We never married. But what the issue for me was, was watching how people could treat her differently. Mm-hmm. I was surprised because I was young and I am from California. Right. Where, you know. It's, it's, so,
0: it's very blended. Yeah, it's a salad it's very, bowl. Right, it's very everybody blended. Everybody
1: just loves everybody. Right. Love mm-hmm. the Nalgene salad bowl. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was extremely surprised and hurt that I would get questioned. I never imagined that I would be questioned if that was my child. And it happened, she was a couple, about two months, Mm -hmm. and my mom and I were out shopping. You know, mom likes to shop. (laughs) 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 We were out shopping and I had her, Mm -hmm. and um, this woman, she was German, because she had a very thick accent, and she told me, just flat out, that's not your baby just nerve. flat out that's not your baby and i i looked i was 19 okay so i looked at her and i just said you're crazy and i walked away mm-hmm. but i could not believe the nerve right and so i was ill prepared mm-hmm. to have to deal with that and to have to protect her um i was hurt i was broken a little bit behind so it.
0: how did you get you know what did you do and how did you fortify yourself um and as it relates to being her you know mothering her and preparing her uh, for the world because obviously um mm. you know she was your child mm-hmm. and you were gonna be responsible for uh, raising her. Mm-hmm. she's a beautiful girl she um I mean how did you what what were the steps that you took um to make sure that she didn't end up with any type of um you know psychological issues yeah. or any type of shame or any type of insecurities for uh being uh, biracial like what what steps did you take
1: i can honestly say that i did not um say i'm going to do this this and this a b and c okay i can honestly say that because i was young uh, but what i did do was just tell her the truth mm-hmm. okay your biological father is caucasian here is his picture Yeah, right, right. That's all I could do at the time. And this, your everybody that she was around, Mm -hmm. mostly, was African American. Everybody. Yeah. Except for a few. And um, so we got into the military. Uh, My husband ended up getting into the military, and we traveled around a lot. Mm -hmm. And so, again, she was surrounded by a salad bowl around other secure people who had... A Filipino mom. and and So
0: it it affirmed her to be exposed to. But I
1: personally didn't choose that. She was just around that environment.
0: Okay. To
1: where she saw interracial couples Mm. and their production of a child. Okay. So my family was able to see that. That was just how our life was, surrounded around different races. Mm. And so in that, they were strong enough to say, yes, that is my mom. Because she got questioned quite often. Mm. Yes, that is my mom. OK. And, mm. you know, I, w-
0: I wonder and maybe, Kathy, you could speak to this question. You know, what would what's ticking inside of people that would make them think that it's OK I, to walk up to a stranger and just say, you know, I would never either.
2: You know, I would never. I might not
0: think that. I might think, think something right. to myself, yeah. but right. I would never just be so bold mm-hmm. to like say, you know, is that your child? Or is she adopted? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, oh, what yeah. do you think is taking... I ticking that in- one. Yeah. I must
2: have adopted them.
0: I mean, what would make people just be that forthright I just about something that's not really their business? I, I
2: think people just feel like they're entitled to an answer or, you know, this, we just have to know this. It's just like you with the military part. My children were exposed to a salad mm-hmm. bowl, a melting pot of different people. So when my son, you know got involved with Tiffany, who is Caucasian, uh-huh. I, I kind of knew, because he he just liked different women. It wasn't a choice.
0: Right, he just but, liked women. But
2: as soon as he said that he was going to marry her, as soon as they told me that they were pregnant, my heart just... Because I knew the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I felt not that I wasn't excited for my grandbabies, but I knew it was going to be different for Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. And my daughter-in-law, she's the the kind of free spirit. I just love everybody. You know, everybody just (laughs) loves where I'm from. We just dated. We love... But that is not the real world. No. And so I have to tell my son, you have to reaffirm that they're black women. They're going to be black. They black. Not taken away from who they are. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when they step out in the world, they're going to see them as black children.
0: Well, let me just ask you this. I'm going to throw this curveball. For the person that's watching that might say, but... Why do they have to accept that narrative? Because why? Why can't they just be? I'm I'm a part of the human race and I am Michelle. This is me. And I'm not because that's not the my world we live in or I'm right race.
2: That's not what we live in. No, because because soon as they say like my, my grandkids were saying, grand, I'm vanilla and you chocolate. Okay, you white chocolate. <laughs> you
3: know right. what I'm saying? Right.
2: Because right. when you get into the real world. I'm not a flavor. World, yeah, 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 you can't, can't you're not teach a flavor. You're not a flavor. You're, you're I'm not a- strawberry. No, you white chocolate. Right. <laughs> you black. You look like my dad, Gran. I look oh. like my mom, but you're black. And then I want to say, but your your white family, a beautiful family. They they have the best of both worlds. Yes. But when they step out into life, People are gonna define them. You're Society
3: black. makes them choose.
2: Yes, it makes them choose um, what they're going to be. Because you have some kids that they have actually put on their birth certificate that they are white, but they are mixed mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a problem. Yes, mm-hmm. because the world is going to see them as black. And it's I love my grandkids. And I can honestly say when I grab them and hug them, I'm not saying look at their little white little skin. I just love them. Right. 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 But the world is going to see them. And what me and Heather, when we talk, what I loved about what Heather did was she brought her daughters and showed them their culture of African-Americans. OK. She took them. She bought the books. Mm-hmm. She took them to the concerts. She took them to the museums. Mm-hmm. And then they had her white side as well. But you just can't expose them in living in the middle.
0: Right. Okay.
2: Um, what was? Can sorry. I interject uh-huh. real fast? Uh-huh. If my daughters were to walk in here right now,
3: we're having a conversation you didn't know, you're not going to assume that they're my daughters. Mm, in okay. fact, you're, you're pretty much going to be like, okay, they're not your daughters. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. They, right. they don't match me. Yeah. Right. So that's right there is the defining moment. Yeah.
0: That, yeah. You know, yeah. so
3: society makes them choose. Right. But it but it's not easy for them to choose either yes. because both sides are that way with them in right. a sense. Mm-hmm. You're not dark enough. You're not right. You know, you really aren't black. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Okay, how? Right, how, right. How does how do you, that get defined? Right. You know, yeah. so it, it's
0: it's so hard. it's really it yeah. It is is it, it definitely is a Um, a situation where I think as a whole as a society as a whole Mm -hmm. that we have to become more accepting Mm -hmm. and we have to be more um, educated on
3: conversations
0: absolutely and then we also have to let people um, we we have to feed not feed into people's fear
2: yes
0: um, but also let people um, make determinations for themselves Mm -hmm. in the sense that um because there are those people out there that may be maybe um they may be biracial, but they look more um Asian
2: mm-hmm.
0: versus their um if they're biracial Asian and, and say Caucasian. Mm-hmm. They look more Asian. Mm-hmm. Um and so they would rather identify as Asian on their, you know, mm-hmm. to the world versus um saying that they were Caucasian. But, but then you there's
2: know when we see them. <laughs> <laughs> like I told Heather, I say, Heather, me and Heather, be Heather has black children. Right. So when me and Heather see somebody and I say, Heather, they mix. Them, mm-hmm. And we be like, uh-huh. <laughs> but you have some people, they, if they're Caucasian, mm-hmm. they be like, okay, we confused. We, we don't really know. Black people know right. they black can identify. People. <laughs> they we can, can really identify. Yeah. They
3: mix. I'll, I'll never right. forget my girls. We had moved to Virginia. And it was their senior year in high school. And they were raised in a very small little white town, went to a predominantly all-white high school. So this move was Mm God-driven. But it made them show, all of a sudden, they didn't want to straighten their hair anymore. They became to accept more of their Mm -hmm. blackness, Mm -hmm. which was awesome. But they started on this travel basketball team. Well, my husband is white now two little white parents walking in and they're the the kids hadn't met us yet and there's janae i'll never forget her and the parents were great they were all i mean it was all black team and janae's like wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) how's that working (laughs) i mean
2: that was right a a 16
3: 17 year old you know and they are like
2: janae
3: Mm -hmm. you know their dad is yeah yeah. you know what i mean but but Mm -hmm. it's just the innocent—that—that yes, that right. you can deal with—that right. right. you can deal with,
0: absolutely. But. So, what would be one of the biggest things that um, that you all would say you would want people to know about having a blended family?
3: Hmm. About having a blended family. It's still a family.
2: Yes,
0: that's yeah. good. It's still a family. It's still, still a
3: family. A family. Mm-hmm.
0: And people should respect that. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It, mm-hmm.
3: Just because my children are not many mes mm-hmm. and I can't be like, oh, you have a mini-me walking around. Yeah. They're still my daughters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They still have my blood in them.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and, me, so. and, and me and Heather talked about this before. Her being car- ca- Caucasian, her daughters identify as black. I say, how did that make you feel? Mm-hmm. Because it seemed like you just out the picture, and you struggle with that for a little bit. For you a remember we bit. talked yes. about oh, that very
3: honestly. Because yes, that's why I said I would like to prepare young mothers mm-hmm. that are going to get slammed with that innocence. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you have to be prepared for that.
2: Because she struggled with these, my babies too. You know, right. I, they might be black, but these are my babies. Because it's it's almost like if they identify as black, it kind of push you out the picture, right? But she made herself stay relevant, and they knew that it was their mom. They it wasn't anything it. that they did. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like they did
3: it. It's just you just feel pushed out of the picture, right. and and all and all the books I read and all the education I did to my for myself, I did not see that coming. I did not see that piece coming.
0: So, how did you get past it?
3: Talking, talking to people, talking okay. with them, mm-hmm. and and realizing God yeah mm-hmm. honestly Absolutely. the father mm-hmm. I mean, he gave me these children, mm-hmm. and he gave me a great responsibility when I had these children, right mm-hmm. you know, as any parent, but biracial children, mm-hmm. I think is even more of a special responsibility, yeah,
0: and I know? think to feeding the spirit, yes mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that we're we're we just we we live in a body, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and mm-hmm.
0: our body is wrapped you know in an in an image, but who mm-hmm. we really are is in is. Yeah.
2: Yes. And
0: so when we really uh, tap into the essence of who people are mm-hmm. and identify, you know, what they bring to the table and, you know, their station in, in our lives, then um, it kind of trumps to a certain degree the package that they come in. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they don't have to necessarily look like you. Right. Because some of the people that I'm the closest with right. aren't my biological Family
2: members. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Family like the people- is defined by many different. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you know what? You got to buy into the whole thing. It's just like um, with Heather and her biracial kids. I'm black. I have biracial grandkids. When I come in and I have saw something on the news, I'm upset. I'm crying. And she didn't separate herself away as a Caucasian because mm-hmm. she has to identify with her daughters who's crying too. Yeah. And not just saying um, it's going to be okay, but just to have that compassion. Yeah. Catherine, I, know, I don't know what you feel as a white person, but I understand your plight right. and the plight of your people and not separate. So she cries with me. Right. Because her daughters are crying. Right. But she, she didn't exclude herself. And that's what I love.
1: Well, yeah. like, for
3: example, during the um, Amon Aubrey, very mm-hmm. it really, that hit me hard in the sense of, I have, I have two soon-to-be um, son-in-loves, I'm going to call mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Love these men, black men. One, I couldn't ask for better men for my children, mm-hmm. for my daughters. But when that, one of them's a runner, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that could have been, been Jamal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could have happened. And it just really opened my eyes even more. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a friend that was like, why'd your husband and you do that walk? You know, cause I post a picture. We did yeah. the walk and everything. They, they just didn't get, you know,
0: yeah, they didn't click with your them. son
3: yeah. can go running or go walking right. in a neighborhood and is probably going to be just fine. Right. Didn't realize that privilege.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm going to have grandchildren, son-in-laws. Right. That this is a real mm-hmm. fact for them. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And, is scary. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You
3: know, they're not going to see them as my grandchildren as oh that well that was a mixed baby running in the street. No, right. Mm-mm.
2: Mm-mm.
3: I wish, but no.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah.
0: You know, what I I'm hearing you ladies say, um it really boils down to um holding conversations. Yeah.
1: Mm,
2: yeah. You yes. know,
0: with each other, um with the the broader community, you know, not letting people um Not letting there be scapegoats or people get out of certain things, but really holding conversations and educating Mm. yourself and educating other people. Huge. Because people can't have empathy about something that, that they don't know. Right. You know what I mean?
3: But you have to have those difficult conversations.
2: Absolutely. There will
3: be no change until those difficult conversations bridge that gap.
2: Yeah. And, you know, when Barack Obama became president, that was the time to talk. Because people are like, okay, he got a Barack Obama name. He's, <laughs> right. he's biracial, right. an African dad, yeah. a white mom, but his grandparents practically raised him, right. poor white, but they loved him. Mm-hmm. How much he talked about how they loved him and cherished him. And instead of people really, you know, I think God work in mysterious ways, how he set the stage mm-hmm. because biracial children are almost erased by themselves now. Oh, they truly are. Because you see biracial kids everywhere now. Right. So it's kind of going to force us into a conversation. Right. Force us to talk. Everybody just not love, love, thank you, Jesus. Right. People have deep seated questions mm-hmm. and they need answers right. to what am I going to do? Like this move that show, this is us. Mm-hmm. The black woman had to tell her, stop cutting his hair up. That's why he got razor bumps. <laughs> and then the, right. the white woman got offended. This is my child, but she had a, a black son. Right. right. She's trying but to help her. her. Yeah, yeah, but then her and the black woman became best, best friends, friends and right. she helped Form and develop and raise him into a true healthy black right. man. You,
0: and so it, it has to be, it has to be coming from a good place. Yes. yes. It can't yes. be coming from, you know, I remember the day when um, we were younger in California and, you know, you, you're dating. It can't be the situation where if you see a Filipino with a black woman mm-hmm. or you see, mm-hmm. you know, an Asian um, with a white person, it, it, that was just, People, yeah, no right. one, it was, yeah. you know, you just, mm-hmm. you, you yeah. just like the boy or you like the girl. True. It was nothing. Um, but then you move to the South and you see, you know, interracial couples and you, it's almost like everything goes in slow motion. Everybody looking. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Stop well, and turn their whole table, <laughs> turn around. <to> see, <laughs> you see, it, you okay know? It's still right.
3: My my daughters <laughs> live in North Carolina. My husband and I yeah. went there. We all went to dinner son-in-laws, future son-in-laws. And we still, to this day, get stares because the they're probably trying stopped. to figure out who the white people are. Right. With you know, and, I, yeah. and it's like, really,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we like, have, we have to not have gotten far from not, loving. Yeah not, <laughs> yeah, not very far. So we have to we have to expose the biases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to teach equal tolerance. You know, um, and and and
3: and just talk more about. Humanity. Mm-hmm. And, and be able to ask those questions. I'll ask Miss Catherine something sometimes. Yeah. Or I called my daughter on the way here. Do you want me to refer to you as biracial? <laughs> you know
1: what I yes. mean? Yes. Because
3: and not be afraid to ask those questions. Yeah. And be okay count- with
2: their answer. Right. Yeah. Yes. Because
0: that's the thing. What if yes. what if what if one of the kids decided to say, you know, um, well, mom, I'm gonna identify as white. Mm-hmm. I will say like, this. Like what would you
1: My daughter, Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't say that she identifies as white, Mm -hmm. but her circle Mm -hmm. is mainly Caucasian, and Mm -hmm. it's been so since, especially since we moved here. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. that's how it's been for her. Mm -hmm. Um, She draws her best friends in high school. Okay. Most of those were Caucasians, Mm -hmm. you know, and we don't have a problem with that. So it's the complete opposite of Mm -hmm. you. Right. Yeah, it is. In our home, we're like, oh, hey, Sally, come on in. You know, because right. you know, that's who she's around.
0: I mean, have you ever asked her, like, you know, have, a, why do you, why are all of your associations um, around uh, Caucasians? Do you are, do you feel uncomfortable with being in all black groups, or do you, you know, I
1: mean, you know what I'm saying? Have you ever asked her that question? I haven't asked her, but I can tell you some of the things that she's told me that's happened to her in other groups. Okay. Mm. Um, um, just the, you know, your hair is pretty. Your mm-hmm. hair is different. Why are you this way and your sisters are not? Oh, um, okay. You know, things like that, and it's a lot of superficial mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. Okay. that happen first with her interactions with other races. Okay. And I don't think she gets that with the Caucasian people that she uh-huh. talks to. Okay. So I'll have to ask her. That yeah. is a very because good
0: I mean, question. her mom's black. Yes, her stepdad's black. Her girls right, mm-hmm. and so, and, but then to be more comfortable, you know what I mean. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the answer to that because That's I'm not question. biracial. But um, I think it's 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 worth a conversation. It is <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you don't want you want um, you. We all want to just raise our kids in the type of environment that it doesn't matter where they go that they feel competent in any circle right. that they can be assertive and be their their authentic 100% self mm-hmm. in any circle um but again we don't when i think if you're dealing with biracial that could be a little tricky because mm. they live in two dynamics, two dynamics at the same time mm-hmm. and and then they may have a preference or feel more themselves in one environment than they than the, than the other, Correct. and so that would like flip it for you as a parent, like how do you help them?
3: It, two things. Um, I remember my daughter, Michaela was dating in high school and she was gonna go over to the, the boy's house. Mm-hmm. And I said, they realize that you're mixed, right? Or you're biracial, and she's like, mom, why, why would you say that? And I'm like, because yeah, you have to be. You know, she's mm-hmm. not even realizing. You know what I mean. But I had to prepare her for yeah. walking into this white boy's house. Yes. And what are you? You know, mm-hmm. guess who's coming to dinner? Yes. You know. Yes. What I mean? it's, it's,
1: yes.
3: You know, yes. but that's you know something yeah. that a white mom and dad with white children don't have to necessarily do. Yeah. But and you know what I mean. But you have to prepare them, just like Tiffany with your granddaughters mm-hmm. and grandson. She has, you, we have to prepare our yes. children so they're not devastated later on.
1: Yeah. And that's, no, that's a good I, yeah. point. Yeah. That's a very good point. And I my think daughter we, dated it.
2: Oh, oh sorry. I'm sorry. We just tiptoe around it because we don't want to hurt feelings. Yeah. Right. But, like, I had to tell my daughter, in no, law Tiffany? they got black in them. Yeah. You can't use Johnson & Johnson. You need some of a little <laughs> moisturizer. And you know, and I would start sending it to her by Amazon. Grand, that works perfect because she's looking at them from her point of view, her right. hair type, yeah. the way her skin is. And now we just have to, she said, what's that stuff you sent me? I sent it to her. But and we have, have to so have, much more now yeah. than when and, 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 <laughs> I, and I was saying, I, I always tell Heather, I need you to talk to my daughter-in-law just to get her cross-cultured into to not just seeing that everything is just a perfect world mm-hmm. because I don't I want my granddaughters to be shocked because mm-hmm. when they come to grand house they're gonna get the queendom and we gonna <laughs> we're gonna be black <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it is. Right, that's what it is. When they come for these two weeks, <laughs> I'm going to put them bowls in that hair, and we're not going to let it fly because it's going to tangle up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you're not yeah. going to put the bathwater over your head all the time. Please. And I say, stop pouring that water on your head. Your hair's going to tangle up. But when they go to their mama, they can do that. Right, and right. I started telling her, don't let them do that. And she was like, you're right. But it had to take that conversation of not right. hurting her feelings, mm-hmm. but to tell her this, This is what it is. And now we just, we cool. She say, let your grand do your hair, do this, and ask me those things. Yeah. I I think we have a responsibility
3: too. like I said back when, when I knew I was going to be having biracial children, Mm -hmm. that you, they had a half-sister, and their mother was a white woman, but she would not buy the product for that child's hair. Mm. She was embarrassed to buy the product, didn't want to admit that the child was. So the poor child had this dry hair Mm. that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, can we please put some product and in that? And they self way. Yes, it's, right. It's right.
0: huge, it's and that's huge. big. You know, because adoption is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's interesting how people, you know, bless their heart. You have to have a a, a heart from a. a uh, impression a serious impression from God to adopt children mm-hmm. and then to sometimes to adopt children of a different race mm-hmm. but then i think sometimes the 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 last thing on the list is considering how am i going to expose them mm-hmm. to their actual nationality or culture or how am i going to make sure that i know i'm going to love them right mm-hmm. you know what i mean but it but it takes more than just the loving them because part of loving them is exposing them to their DNA, Correct. what what makes what makes them who they are, yeah. their authentic self. Because as they grow and mature in life, they're gonna have that question of who am I? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to provide that information. And if you if you never did the work, right. if you never had the conversations, mm-hmm. if you didn't have your own history lessons mm-hmm. um, on their culture or their background. Then you won't be able to help them to be that's good. Their, you know their best yeah. selves in Correct. the world. Mm-hmm. I know with my grandkids, we it was really heart wrenching because at one point, my um, each of them came home from school and they go to a predominantly um, Caucasian school where the percentage of black kids is like maybe one or two percent, mm. and they was just so convinced that I was white. <laughs> It really hurt my heart. Um, But we had to go. And we've, you know, we've always, you know, talked to them about black history and Mm -hmm. culture and just, you know, Mm -hmm. all of the above. But in their mind, they just saw that I was lighter Mm -hmm. than them. Mm -hmm. And they just just matched that with everyone that they were seeing at their school.
1: Right. Mm -hmm.
0: And, um, and so we had to spend a, we had a whole lesson with um, black people come in variety yes. mm-hmm. of shades. Yes. And we had to show them pictures from the lightest hue to the darkest hue. Mm-hmm. And do you know that the only thing, Don, that rescued us from, um, from that <laughs> uh, with them was the Black Panther? Oh, <laughs> And that's the power of representation, yes, yes, because they just just knew that they wanted to be. I want to look like grandma. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that saved the whole narrative of I'm black and I'm proud Mm -hmm. was the Black Panther. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and that was the greatest example of how important it is for kids to be able to see themselves. Representation is huge. Mm -hmm. Um, We're getting to the end of our episode here. This has been a great conversation,
1: ladies. Don, there was something you were wanting to say? Yes, one thing. Uh, My daughter to the point where you said that you they're going to want to know. Yes. And that's true for even in uh, step families, mm-hmm. whether th- you're the same race or not, you're going to want to know the other part yes. of who you are. Mm-hmm. My daughter is very strong-willed. She's brilliant. <laughs> um, yes, you she is. Yes, very she brilliant. You actually took care of her when she was five. Yes. <laughs> but um, what she ended up doing when she got of age was searching for her father and finding him and talking to him and went to go meet him. I will say he searched for her when she turned um, 18. He, through social media, Facebook, he reached out to me and then her. And she took it upon herself to yes. then go, you remember, because I mm-hmm. Didn't mm-hmm. told you guys about that, she took it upon herself to, to then go and fly out to see him in California with his family. And she stayed in his home mm-hmm. for That's that good. time. And um, it was just, she taught me something in mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And uh, I will say that it's very important. Please, if you can, make sure that your child knows about who they come from. Yeah, no I, matter the race. Mm-hmm. I Absolutely. Took, I had,
3: took a class when I was getting divorced, and they said make ch- your children see themselves as mom and dad. Mm-hmm. So you have to let them know both. Yes. You know, and mm-hmm. let them decide. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. decide. Mm-hmm. Yes. Raise them in the way, and and
0: and. Let that be a goal that you've invested in them, the level of um, maturity and character, that um, they're able to sustain that when they get to 18, 19. Um, so that they can really know who they are, yeah. you know, and that—that's yeah. credit to you mm-hmm. that you were the the kind of mom that w- wasn't threatened,
2: yeah, or, secure, or,
0: yeah, that it wasn't mm-hmm. bitter or had, still living in some type of trauma with the with him, mm-hmm. that you would have a problem with her pursuing him, because mm-hmm. for a lot of people it's like you know, no, mm-hmm. stay away from him, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a thing, mm-hmm. without re- without really recognizing the importance of. What it is to the child,
2: yeah,
1: how important it is to was the child. Like that.
0: Yeah, I was but like thank that. God for Jesus. Yes,
1: Lord. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm going to
0: leave you with this with this closing thought: um, educate, advocate, be an ally, love, and have acceptance. And so, because blended families are out there and they need our acceptance, uh, thank you for joining us today for Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. And don't forget something to sip on is next. Thank you for joining the conversation today on Blended Families. Let's do our best to support families, expand our world and our views so that we can encourage families at their best. We want to thank the School of Greatness for being our sponsor for this episode. Be sure to like, click and subscribe to our channel. And don't forget, Something to Sip On is next. This is something to sip on. And I wanna say Jesus did not say people will know you belong to him because you tolerate them, but because you love them. Love is harder, love is better. Kathy, what are you sipping on?
2: Ooh, follow behind that. I'ma say, I'm gonna say red, yellow, black, or white, we are all precious <laughs> in this sight. That's right. Jesus loves the little children, children of the <laughs> world. All right, <laughs> like Jesus.
0: Uh, okay. Miss um, Heather B, what are you sipping on?
3: I'm sipping on have the conversations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bridge the gap. Be
1: ask the questions. Yes. That's what I'm sipping on.
0: All oh, right. All right, Miss Don, what you
1: sipping on today? Well, I'm sipping on a family is a family.
0: Yes. Just let them be a family. Yes. 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 That's something to sip on.